0: The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. Welcome, everybody. This is Emerson Beery. I'm uh, joined by me, myself, and I today. I usually have a co-host, but this is my first uh, go at trying to do a Colin Coward-style single podcast. So I'm sure you'll hear me kind of stumble a little bit as I try to do this all by myself today. But uh, I'm super excited to talk about some underdog today and some headlines. Um, Before we jump into the big uh, story of the day, though, um, I was going to talk about the Thursday night game a little bit. Um, you know, of course, you know, this game was a lot more higher scoring than most of the games that we've had uh, these last couple of weeks, which is, uh, which is definitely nice to see. But 42, 34, which is, you know, a lot of point We you know, we haven't seen a lot of touchdowns on Thursday night, these last couple of weeks. So that was great to see. Um, Andy Dalton appears to uh, maybe potentially be cementing that starting job. He was, he was a little bit of a mixed bag last night, four or four touchdowns or three interceptions, but the offense is moving with some continuity. And that is a little bit more we can say with Jameis Winston, you know, just with the, you know, the injury to the back, you know, it, it might be Andy Dalton's job to lose at this point. Um, one person that definitely is a benefactor of having uh, – Andy Dalton back there is Alvin Kamara. He was targeted nine times last night. Uh, you know that was he just wasn't seeing those targets with James Winston, who likes to throw it a little bit more downfield. Alvin Kamara is certainly a higher end starter with Andy Dalton back there. Uh, Crystal Olave is a is a star in the making. Uh, he did catch, I believe it was uh, he had 14 targets last night, seven catches, 106 yards. This guy is fantastic. This guy is uh, putting himself in elite company. Just with the wide receivers that he's putting himself names to just through six games. He's he's fantastic. And uh he's, he's he's closing in as a wide receiver one in my dynasty ranks. He might already be there after that last most recent performance. I have him right around Chris Godwin right around in the same area. Uh Juwan Johnson is another uh, you know, he caught two touchdown passes, five catches uh for 32 yards. He's, you know, in this tight, in this tight end landscape that's been completely uh desolate, you know, n- not a lot of great, yeah. It's hard to find any consistent starters. Um, Juwan Johnson is starting to enter uh, streaming territory, especially with some bye weeks right around the corner. Um, Eno Benjamin had a lot of success last night 12 carries for uh, 92 yards, had a touchdown, four receptions for 21 yards. Um, Yeah, you know, just like we thought he might when he got the lead role, you know, he might be pushing for a little bit more playing time even when James Conner does come back. So, Eno Benjamin, a Solid RB2 until James Conner uh, enters back into the starting lineup. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins, ma- massive target share we saw on upon his return. 14 targets as well, 10 receptions for 103 yards. Um, he was the clear lead part of the offense and really was the only, uh, you know, he had an over, uh, nearly over 40% target share. Kyler Murray only attempted 29 passes. Really couldn't get much going. Really wasn't needed much yesterday, when uh, especially with Arizona scoring two touchdowns on defense. So, it, you know, um, Hard to take away from Kyler Murray's performance. Uh, you know, defense probably isn't going to score a touchdown, two touchdowns a lot of weeks. So good to see uh, DeAndre Hopkins playing back, but we would like to see a little bit more Zach Ertz and Rondell Moore involvement. Um, jumping into the big storyline of the day, though, Christian McCaffrey getting traded to the 49ers. That is, uh, that is pretty unbelievable. Um, I, I certainly, that was not exactly what I was expecting. Uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to say what this means. You know, obviously this leaves Carolina in a tough spot. Uh, Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard are going to uh, potentially take those lead back duties. I, I'm not super interested in any of them. They just, um, it's a really bad offense. And these guys are not particularly talented enough to, care, to you know, carry that. There's not going to be many touchdown opportunities. These, these are going to be three and out drives so it's just hard to see these guys being anything more than uh, some flex plays and that's maybe even if one of them gets a lot of the work if this is a true like 50-50 split i don't think the, either of these guys are going to be one of, uh, to touch uh, starting lineups dj is kind of left as the only man left standing in that offense it, you, you wonder if uh you wonder if you know what i mean this this could end up being good for dj moore i mean where else are you going to go with that football i mean my goodness i mean that, there's nobody left on that offense so DJ Moore, you know, we're waiting for Sam Darnold to get back. And I think if Sam Darnold makes his return, I think you could see uh, DJ Moore have a little bit more success on uh, the San Francisco side, though. You know, I do think this hurts uh, most, you know, most of the San Francisco offense, maybe outside of Jimmy Garoppolo. uh, You know, just adding a guy who's going to get 20 plus touches in an offense, you know, that's a little bit slower paced. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be throwing the ball a ton. So it's, it's it's just going to take away from the targets that, you know, it's going to take away from the targets and the rushing attempts from Debo Samuel likely Kittle's going to receive a little less targets, you know, so, you know, it could be a little bit more, just kind of add to the volatileness of this offense that we've seen before. So we'll see, but Christian McCaffrey, you know, it doesn't change much for me, for him, you know, uh, you're, you're going to see more, you're going to have more opportunity for efficiency, more touchdown opportunities, but you're going to see a little less volume likely. So, it's you know, and Christian McCaffrey was succeeding. He was the RB two for me behind Saquon Barkley going for the rest of the season, and he's still that going forward. Uh, you know, if you're probably not going to be able to bench him this week if he plays, because you probably don't have a better option. Um, you know, I I wouldn't expect full. Numbers this week, though, and they're pro- he's probably going to be on a limited uh, snap count. So I'm, st- I'm still like Debo and George Kittle this week, but their season long, uh, especially for Debo, I think his season long outlook has taken a little bit of a hit with the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey. But Christian McCaffrey is still my RB2 going forward. Yeah, like I said, um, hopefully a lot more opportunities for touchdowns and a lot better offense. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm certainly uh, I have him in a lot of my best ball manias. So I'm certainly very curious to see how that works out. Um, jumping into some other headlines, super quick. Um, you know, just I'm just noticing the struggling offenses in the NFL, and you know, uh, fantasy scoring is at a 13 year low through six weeks, which is a uh, pretty crazy thing. to think, think about there's uh, 82 fewer touchdowns compared to last season at this point, point. and yeah, you know, it just feels like uh, yeah, the the you know it's a little sluggish on the offensive side of the ball. You know, you have Josh Allen leading the way at at quarterback with 29 Four eight fantasy points per game. Uh, Lamar Jackson's at 25.36. You have Jalen Hurts at 24.64. And then you have a large drop off. You have uh, Kyler Murray about 19.64. Uh, you know, I skipped over Mahomes and everybody. Uh, they're in there too, but Justin Herbert at 17.71. That's uh, nearly 12 points below Josh Allen. Tom Brady at 15.73. And Rodgers at 14.0. They're scoring nearly half the points that Josh Allen is. You know, the, like I said, the offensive side of the is down. And the quarterback play is down in general, uh, so you know it. Th- this has a lot of implications. Is is late round quarterback still a viable option? Uh, when you consider that Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes to an extent are providing such a premium value, it's just one. You just wonder if you should just take these guys early next year. Josh Allen, I, you know, in, in a standard one quarterback leagues, I might be taking Josh Allen in the second round next year. Yeah, he's just such a difference maker. He's, you know, this is a, a you know, such a, a position a position, you know, it's just provides such a value over his replacement, you know, over the next guy up. It's kind of like Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey at the tight end position. So, you know, John, we're seeing that those kind of numbers from Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, that kind of value, you know, just those rushing quarterbacks who can also uh, throw the ball pretty well too. Um, you know and just like you know and another factor that goes into the offensive scoring being down is a lot of those running those round one running backs that we saw and underdog the best ball manies and stuff they're playing a, they're playing a little bit inconsistent you know naji harris uh, dalvin cook joe mixon a lot of those guys are struggling you know and that then that comes from a lot of the a t- lot fewer touchdowns probably being scored as well and yeah, you know, just a lot of the second year quarterbacks struggling as well. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, um Trey Lance being hurt. Um, all those guys, uh, they you know, they were thought to kind of instill the next generation of quarterbacks into the NFL and with those guys all struggling, it you know, that that's a you know, that's five offenses in the NFL that aren't uh, you know, aren't, aren't hitting on all cylinders so that that is certainly part of it as well. And you know, may, maybe it's just it finally happened, you know, after five or six years, it feels like of the offense kind of getting better uh, of the defense in the NFL. Maybe we're finally uh, catching it up. And I kind of attributed this a little bit to um, for years and years, it was thought that, you know, with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, you had to get after them to, to kind of stop them. You, you blitzed them, you know, and that wasn't going to work every time. But if, if you got Tom, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning weren't able to move, you know, move out of the pocket very well. So, the thought was you get after him you hurt you're gonna hurry them up because they're not going to be able to create extra time with their legs you're going to be able to get to them and, and see them uh, maybe potentially struggle a bit more with these new uh, new offenses Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes uh, you know Jalen Hurts, these guys can you know with the well they move if you blitz them they can buy extra time with their legs in that extra second you know when you're when you're committing people to the blitz you're leaving more people open downfield. And if you just these uh mobile quarterbacks you know it all started with aaron Rodgers, really but uh, these mobile quarterbacks when they move they're able to buy just that extra second and when when you when you blitz them that's it you know what i mean they're going to find that open receiver and i feel like defenses are finally learning that um you know it's not going to work every time like just like with paid manning and tom brady but you need to commit to you know just a four-man three-man rush try to get pressure that way and drop everybody else back in coverage and try to make these guys find that that one guy who's potentially open downfield and that seems to have slowed down these uh these really good offenses just a little bit cuz you know that these these high end quarterbacks they beg you to blitz Justin Herbert Patrick Mahomes they performed so well against the blitz that now they're finally seeing in the defense that they're struggling, you know, that's slowing them down a little bit. Now, this is kind of just the ebb and flow of the NFL, I think. I think, you know, the quarterbacks, you know, they're, they're going to find something. They're going to find the hole in this defense. They just, you know, it's just going to take a little while. So, you know, it's just like with hitting and pitching in baseball, um, you know, it kind of goes back and forth each year. So it's nice to see, uh, you know, it's nice to see the defense kind get, uh, get of get on this, although it's, you know, it's made the fantasy a little crazy with, that, uh, with less scoring and everything, but it's good to see the defense finally doing that. Uh, A little something here to make it a little bit more even in the NFL. Before I continue, just going to pay a few more bills and bring you a word from our sponsors. We are brought to you by WinBet. Thinking of joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Looking to join the WinBet biggest winner's club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on the WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week's winner of the biggest winner's club was a New York bettor who hit a plus 15,166 parlay on, on all live MLs wagering, $110 to win $16,743. Winbet truly, Dean Jens only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer separate to change ter- terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we're back, everybody. Before we get, um, before we get into the underdog stuff, I just was uh, going to go over a few more fantasy headlines with y'all. Um, George Kittle finally had a breakout game I, th- I thought this was coming you know uh, this is what classic george Kittle does uh you know you know a monster game sandwiched in between some inconsistent ones uh you know so that that was great to see i believe he caught uh i have it written down in my notes a little bit later on but about eight catches for 80 something yards uh you know no touchdowns but this was welcome I, he's running a, a route on 90 percent of his his plays and this is what we were looking for george Kittle bounce back game you know, although I am going to recommend him actually as a Battle Royale uh, play later on, and I'll talk about that. You know, and if you're if you're in a in, in redraft leagues, he could have been a great value for you. Um, you know, you, you might have got him in, in that fifth to seventh round range, especially late in the summer when people were fading him a little bit. But, you know, if you find yourself in a dynasty league, man, I think this is exactly what I was telling a couple weeks ago. I knew that there was going to be a George Kittle, a couple sell cell windows with George Kittle, just considering how much uh, how those breakout games that he's uh that he's capable of having Uh, 37.6% of his uh, production of 21 came in just two games. He was the tight end five last year, but that only amounted uh, amounted to 13.1 fantasy points uh, per game, which, you know, is, is great, but it's not a difference making over those replacements. Uh, You know, a lot of those we have, you know, you get a bulk of tight ends, a lot of them averaging 10 to 11 points per game. And that just two point, uh, Two points positional advantage that really doesn't uh, that doesn't add up with, you know, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and guys like that. He's also missed 13 of his last 38 games. And so this for me in dynasty leagues, I think this is a great time to sell uh, George Kittle and something else that I'll be looking for in my dynasty leagues. I've uh, you know, if you can if you can, you know, find a tight end needy team, get maybe get a 23 first round pick for him. Uh, that'd be great. But also, you know, I think there's going to be multiple cell windows. So if, you, if, you, if you're uh, trying to find yourself, if you're a contender or not, and you want to wait a few more weeks, I think that is perfectly fine as well. Uh, the Arizona offense, um, I had a lot of these written notes written down before last night's game. You know, I don't think much has changed. We didn't see the Arizona offense fully able to get going, uh, especially with those two defensive touchdowns. So it's hard to find an, uh, a lot of takeaways from last night's game. But uh, before that they were 22nd in offensive points per game, 16th in yards per game. Um, And Kyler Murray was had 5.8 yards per attempt, which is, which is pretty poor. That is the ranks 35th among qualified passers. He's, but he's his number three in pass attempts. And so, you know, it's just tons of volume in this offense. They are just not able to get anything going really with much success. And I just think this had you know, just given Deandre Hopkins, you know, talented running backs, rondell moore kyler murray is still a very talented passer i just think this has to get more toward the middle of the pack and these volume you know with kyler murray throwing as much as he is you're seeing you're going to see zach Ertz, deandre hopkins and rondell moore i think you know on the more weeks than not still get eight plus targets a week just given you know the amount of times kyler murray's throwing and i think that has to eventually translate to fantasy points whether it comes at the beginning or the end of the game i know kyler murray this year has been He's getting the majority of his uh, fantasy points in the second half when his teams are trailing, you know, although it's an ugly style of football and it's, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking. It's, it's similar to what Jalen Hurts was doing a lot of last year. And we'll, we'll, we'll take it. The fantasy points is, you know, it doesn't matter when they come as long as we get them. So I am still actually buying the Arizona offense. I just think this has to race toward the middle of the pack. As you see Kyler Murray throw, you you know, you're hopefully going to see him run a little bit more. So we will see what happens there. Now uh, we're going to jump into a little bit of the uh, best ball mania. Actually, uh, recap. I just wanted to go over some of my uh, best ball mania leagues. You know, this was the big tournament in Underdog over the summer. I just wanted to provide a little update on some of what I was doing. At least uh, I wasn't as crazy as some of uh, some of some of you all. Uh, I only did fourteen. You know, I I joined a ton of the. Uh, you know the pomeranians and the puppies you know and i kind of maxed out all those i did a ton of best ball resurrection but you know these 25 best ball manias i was uh i was limiting myself just a little bit i'm trying to save a little bit of money i know you know we have some people on the sports gambling podcast network uh, andrew robb you know he's he did he i think he got close i think he maxed out the 150 entries it's like who that is a that is a pretty penny to invest in the underdog so it's hard for me to invest that much and wait four months on that return so I only did 14 but i am currently advancing um you know if in your 12-man league on the best ball manias you were advancing in the first and second i'm actually advancing in 10 of my 14 right now i do not think that is going to hold that is a remarkable number but i don't think that's going to hold but it is super nice to see at the moment Uh, every team i have advancing i drafted a ton of lamar jackson and jalen hurts and every single uh, one of my ten has Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts on my team. Um, Goff was also very present on a lot of my, those successful teams. Uh, he was he was my you know he was my late round quarterback. You know I usually I tended to go uh, earlier quarterback. I, I like to get uh, Jalen Hurts or uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Joe Burrow. Those were a lot of the guys I was drafting. So. Those Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts teams are drafting well, but but what I was going to say is that uh, you know, a lot of those teams I only drafted one backup quarterback because I was uh, went strong at quarterback and Jared Goff was my favorite choice this past summer and that looks pretty well. You know, he's not uh, you know, he he's probably going to fall off a little bit considering what he's doing right now. His efficiency metrics suggest that he's playing a little bit better than he should be, so you might see that. But I I'm very happy with that. Uh, Very, very happy with Jared Goff so far. You know, he was going in that quarterback 22 to quarterback 24 kind of range. Um, On some of my unsuccessful teams, uh, you know, the four of them, uh, three of them have Justin Herbert. Uh, He just has not been the same guy this season. He's facing, you know, those defenses that Patrick Mahomes faces. Um, And, yeah, we're just seeing that kind of the – we're seeing the year of the defense this year. We've seen them slow down, these elite quarterbacks. And which is super interesting to see, Uh, you know, I still have a lot of faith in Justin Herbert. I'm recommending him as a great battle royale and DFS play this week because, you know, he's having a down year. and People are a little bit off of him. But, um, you know, just considering the offense, Keenan Allen, it's certainly a part of it. It um, just hasn't been throwing downfield, which is super interesting. A considerable pound of their offense has been uh, just dumping it off to Austin Eckler and Austin Eckler is great, but you would think that with such with a successful quarterback, like Justin Herbert with, with talented receivers like Mike Williams, uh, Joshua Palmer, Gerald Everett, Keenan Allen coming back. You would think you would see a little bit more uh, firepower on, on the offense, but we haven't seen that yet. So hopefully we turn that around. Uh, maybe you could turn around some of these other teams for me. Um, uh, on the running back side of things on my 10 successful teams we're seeing a lot of saquon barkley he's uh 26 in points per play opportunity but he is second in snapshare and number one in carries this is volume 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 saquon barkley has that you know has the highest workload in the league right now he is uh you know he's one of the true few workhorses that's just getting you know then. The Giants just have nobody left on offense. So we're kind of seeing that kind of Christian, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley are the two that only, you know, the, the only two running backs in the league who have this kind of upside, in my opinion, just this kind of just bell cow, um, you know, can catch a ton of passes out of the backfield, can take on a high uh, rushing attempt workload too. So just uh, Saquon Barkley, you know, I was getting him. I have it, one best ball mania team that has uh, Saquon. Bar- uh, Christian McCaffrey was my first pick. Saquon Barkley was my, uh, I took, uh, Saquon Bar, uh, no, I took Christian McCaffrey, number one, one. I took Saquon Barkley at the two twelve, and I took Alvin Kamara at the three one. So that's one I'm pretty excited about. Actually, maybe that may, that might be the, the million dollar winner. So we'll see, um, Alvin Kamara is another guy that I have, you know, although he, you know, this is surprising. A lot of those teams have Alvin Kamara on him, uh, which, you know, he, he was had a real slow start. So I'm happy to see about that, uh. You know, he's zero touchdowns up to this point, but he he was prior to I think I wrote this down pr- uh, prior to last night's game, but he was uh, third in yards per route run. One important thing to note about Alvin Kamara though is that uh, he does have the battery lawsuit does appear to be progressing a little bit. Um, some people think you know if the New Orleans Saints aren't uh, aren't able to. Uh, may, you know, aren't able to, uh, you know, go for the playoffs here, that Alvin Kamara might end up uh, taking the suspension. I don't know if that would be the case just because, you know, that he would be taking a six-game, you know, that's still six-game paycheck, uh, you know, and I just don't think players are that selfless, uh, you know. So I, do, I think he will probably try to stick it out as long as he can, but we will see. Uh, Josh Jacobs is another player that's on a ton of my my rosters, 74.6% of snaps, fifth in fantasy points per game, 49 rushing yards, uh, 490 rushing yards, which ranks third in the NFL. Uh, People just love to hate this guy. And I just knew that, you know, this offense was supposed to be pretty good. Josh Jacobs, you know, people were like, oh man, Brandon Bolden, uh, (laughs) Amir Abdullah, Zamir White. These guys are not particularly, Zamir White has some explosiveness, but these guys are not know particularly talented players and i just didn't didn't you know i know this is the new england offense but you know at some you know josh jacobs was always going to get the bulk of the snap so i just didn't never bought that so i was buying a ton of josh jacobs when he was going as a late rb2 uh high-end rb3 and i you know i think he's a borderline rb1 the rest of the way this season and Brees hall was my other big guy that i was getting um this is from ian hard hard He's PFF, you know, I'm probably mispronouncing his last name, uh, Ian Harditz. And uh, he is from, he was six of six on top 24 finishes this year, which is pretty impressive for a rookie running back. Despite him uh, sharing that workload with Michael Carter at the beginning of the year, he does appear to be taking control of that backfield. And in the fantasy playoffs this year, Brees Hall is also facing the uh, Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Seattle Seahawks. That is quite a... Matchup and you know, in these best Paul manias, you know, that's 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 the weeks we're aiming for, that's where the money weeks are. So, I'm very excited to have Bruce Hall on my team. And then, uh, Furnett was another one, uh, you know, uh, 74.4% snap rate, uh, six six and uh, targets per game, 18.9 fantasy points per game. You know, so these are a lot of my uh, early running back guys. You know, these 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 teams that have been successful actually have a lot of early running backs on them, despite uh, the zero running back drafters. You know, I'll tell you, there you know, there was a lot more wide receiver success at the early parts of the draft. But if you pick the right guys, like these guys I was mentioning, it did work out well for you. Um, and you know these are running backs guys. It's like, man, if you just drafted perfectly, if you drafted Ramondo Stevenson and and Raheem Moster, you know, yeah, it worked out well for you. But you, a lot of those guys also drafted Damian Harris. Chase Edmonds was a super popular zero running back dra- uh, guy. You know, you're not looking so good if you drafted two or three running backs and Chase Edmonds or Damian Harris are uh, a lot. Some of these guys were your were some of the guys you were depending on. Uh, some of the ones that are not so successful on the four teams. I have some Najee Harris on there. He, you know, Najee's just getting hit quickly. The offensive line isn't very good. And, um, you know, he's losing some of that passing. You know, it was it was nice to see um, him having some success this year. But Jalen uh, Warren is taking some of that passing work, which is concerning. Um, so hopefully, uh, as we, that, you know, just this offense evolves a little bit under Kenny Pickett and we can see just a little bit more success Um and then Aaron Jones is another one who's on a ton of my. Uh, I've I had him on a lot of rosters everywhere, so it's tough to see Aaron Jones uh, struggling, 17th in target share, uh, but he is number four in true yards per carry and number eleven in production premium. So it's not a question of whether Aaron Jones is performing well. It's kind of a little bit, of, a little bit volume, three and out. You know, just the Packers offense not sustaining drives. That's going to mean less plays, less touchdowns. So. You know, it, I don't I don't think Aaron, Aaron Jones is the problem here. So I, I do think that we're going to see some Aaron Jones success uh, coming up. So he's an intriguing buy low candidate right now for me. Uh, just a couple more quick words from our sponsors, everybody. Uh, no House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play and pick them. Contest versus other people for the shot at winning 250K plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and and earn 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player props, prop over-unders, or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up with promo code SGPN at No House Advantage or download the app on the App Store to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. If you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Your teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In, you you, in addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes, plus with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babble.com SGP. That's babble.com SGP for up to 55% off of your prescription. Babel language for life. All right, everybody. Thank you. Just grabbing my tennis ball that my dog has destroyed in the middle of my podcast here. Um, so moving on. Before we, uh, As we dive into some Battle Royale stuff, I just want to talk about some potential games to target here. Some of those big matchups that where touchdowns will be plentiful. Uh, I, first I have up here is the KC 49ers game. The over-under is at 48.5. Um, KC has given up the eighth most uh, points per game. 49ers D is trying to get healthy. They're, they could have six or seven starters missing this game. And uh, you know that that's you know they have a normally very tough defense, but this is going to be tough for them to even overcome, especially against Kansas City, who who's always firing on all cylinders on offense. Um, in addition, uh, Mike Williams, Devontae De Adams, Stephon Diggs, Mike Evans have all absolutely torched the Chiefs this year. Um, this could end up, uh, you know, this kind of shakes things up a little bit with Christian McCaffrey coming in, but uh, you could this is this is a great this setup for Debo Samuel, uh, you know, just. As, like i said opposing wide receiver runs absolutely torch the chiefs the chiefs don't have a true number one cornerback to handle these guys and they do a, and the chiefs end up doing some a lot of man coverage so you know this, you know debo samuel there's going to be a cornerback that shouldn't be left on an island with debo samuel and debo samuel's probably going to get some of those opportunities um and yeah the cornerbacks aren't healthy either uh, you know fenton is probably going to miss this game for the chiefs uh, their nickel cornerback and um mcduffie uh the chief's first round pick is is, is likely going to come back for his first game from uh after he missing four or five games so like i said a lot of change up in the kansas city uh you know the defenses aren't healthy on both sides of the ball so this could be a very high scoring affair i also have seattle and the chargers here this has the um i believe the highest over under on the slate 55, 50. 50.5 seattle is giving up the fifth most points allowed per game the chargers are giving up the seventh most points allowed per game uh keenan allen is somebody to uh, watch Uh, he could potentially be coming back but he is still limited practice so we don't know quite yet it feels it feels like uh keenan allen was hurt just like he's been hurt for forever you know what i mean it's it's unbelievable that we've seen him as little as we have this season uh geno smith has been fantastic Uh, unlike jared goff who's who's Underlying metrics suggest. Oh, and by the way, all these uh a lot of these player statistics come from player profiler. Uh, just want to thank them. Thank Matt Kelly, the pod father, providing all these statistics. Um Geno Smith is six in yards per attempt, number four in QBR, and number two in true c- c- completion percentage. And uh, yeah, what I was gonna say is unlike Jared Goff, you're seeing Geno Smith just truly be successful, you know, like Jared Goff, the metrics suggest that, you know, he might regress a little bit, but. Geno Smith has just been fantastic. You go through uh, the the advanced metrics, and there's it's, it's impossible to find really much uh, wrong with him. I do think that you know eventually it's going to come back down to earth a little bit with Geno Smith, but I'm willing to ride this wave while we're here. Uh, Detroit versus Dallas is also a very intriguing one because the over under is 49. Uh, this you know this they Vegas is very confident in Dak coming back and, and putting up points. It uh, it appears Detroit is giving up the most points. Uh, Per game, so and uh, Dak, of course, is back, which will lead to hopefully a more efficient uh, offense on the Dallas side of the ball. Um, Jared Goff, uh, like I said, it's just it's not quite as impressive as Geno Smith. It's uh, he's 14 in yards per attempt, number 26 in true completion percentage, number 11 in QBR, and he was absolutely shut down by the Pats uh, on his game before the bye too. And he is he clearly doesn't play well under pressure either. So, and that Dallas front could potentially get after him. So, you know, this game—it's—it's it's intriguing because of how Vegas projects it, but I'm a little bit more hesitant. Uh, Dallas has a very good front seven, and they're going to likely get after Jared Goff in this game. And you know, is—is is, is Dallas really going to push Dak Prescott um, if if Dallas is just running Detroit over? You know, if the Dallas gets up by two touchdowns, you could end. This could end up being a Zeke game. You know, uh, it, just first game back, they might t- let Dak test Prescott take it easy. So, um, you're hoping that Detroit just stays competitive with Dallas, and that's what will push up these uh, fantasy scores here. All right, now I did some battle. I did some uh, battle Royales yesterday. And this is the featured uh, tournament on Underdog DFS. It's unlike the other platforms you're, instead of uh, where you have a salary, you are actually doing a, a draft with real live players. It's super fun. I really enjoy them. Um, you do a, some six man drafts, uh, 36 players drafted total, one quarterback, one running back, two wide receiver, one flex and one tight end. So the lineups are a little bit shallower. So, you know, that's important to keep it in mind. Uh, you know, what I, some of the things that I've noticed is you don't want to get too cute. Now there was now the winner last week did put Dion Jackson in their lineup, which that was an impressive call, but for the most part, you know, the winners this year in the battle Royales, um, the big money winners, they haven't gotten too cute with their lineups. You know, it's a lot of guys, you know, who you'd expect, you know, they just hit the right combination. You know, they're not getting too deep. You know, they're not going way, way down the list on ADP. Like I said, small tournaments so we're really just trying to hit on those big guys. Of the week, so a couple guys that I hadn't marked down, starting with the quarterbacks. Justin Herbert has the, a 19 ADP now. He has struggled this season, but man, that is some league uh, that you know that's a tournament winning upside at the 19th pick in the draft. Uh, court, you have to hit on quarterback, you know, if you want to be the, one of these big money winners every single week. It's been Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes was was the winner uh, in week one lamar jackson uh, josh allen and joe burrow have been the quarterbacks of the first place teams in the first six weeks of the season so you know just you you won an elite quarterback and justin herbert gives you that upside a little bit later on uh when a uh, little bit later on than josh allen and patrick mahomes so he's just too good not to turn it around and this and this is a great week to do it seattle's defense is bad I think you're potentially going to see a big week from Justin Herbert. Geno Smith, I get it. You know, there's only six quarterbacks drafted in this, so I understand why Geno Smith's going undrafted. it's 35.2. It feels when you have big names like Tom Brady and just and Joe Burrow on the board, it's hard to draft Geno Smith. I get it, uh, but man, this is quite a matchup here. The Chargers are, bent, you know, Chargers defense has not lived up to it. They're unhealthy. There's no Joey Bosa playing for them right now, so they are getting toasted by offenses right now. And Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf are some of the best in the game. Kenneth Walker is going to keep those drives going. This offense is humming. Uh, I'm willing to take a. I'm willing to do take Geno Smith on a couple teams, uh, just because I do think uh, if Geno Smith lights it up, you know, despite he's going to be a lot more popular, like on DraftKings and FanDuel, Geno Smith's going to be very popular. But on underdog where you're doing a draft and where you actually have to draft Geno Smith ahead of – you have to click the draft button on Geno Smith ahead of Tom Brady, ahead of Joe Burrow. I think some people are going to have a hard time doing that. So I think that's a good, unique play there. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, 29.3. Wow. That is that is crazy to me. Uh, I just can't believe that. That is great. That is great value. Uh, He did practice in full yesterday. So I'm thinking we see Jonathan Taylor back. I think you're going to see that going way up. So if you are doing some drafts right now, get some Jonathan Taylor, because I can imagine that ADP is probably already wrong. I did this yesterday. Uh, I bet it's already significantly higher. And as we get to the weekend. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be more of a 12th, 13th pick instead of that 29th pick he's going right now. So he is number three in Snapshare. He's number six in in, routes run, uh, in route run percentage. But he is 59 in production premium, 46th in true yards per carry. So he's getting all the work we want. He's just hasn't been efficient. I I, I don't believe Jonathan Taylor has lost it. I don't. I, he's, been, he's too good. I think we see uh, – So I do think we see him have some success at some point this season. I don't know uh, how long it'll be or, or, you know, we'll see how long that takes. But I do love me some Jonathan Taylor, and I'm willing to uh, bet on that breakout game coming shortly. Um, Another one I had was Kenneth Walker here. Uh, Feels like people are a little bit slow to adjust. Like I said, uh, when you, you know, it's easy to plug in Kenneth Walker into a salary lineup, but when you actually have to pick him over some of the big name running backs, it's a little bit harder to do. His ADP is 31.1. He's uh, second in missed tackles over the last two weeks, only to Damian Pierce. 22 missed tackles forced on 44 rushing attempts. That's absurd. That's an it's an insane stat. Is what that is. Um, he's 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 borderline RB one for me the rest of the season. Uh, you know, it's funny. I uh, I took I was an advocate of taking uh, Kenneth Walker at the one two behind Brees Hall in rookie drafts and. I was, I was skewered for it by a lot of people. And then people were taking victory laps on me at the beginning of this season. Like, Oh man, like, how does that feel? You took Kenneth Walker over Drake London, you know, Oh man, all this. And, you know, and I don't know if that was the right play. Exactly. I, you know, if I could go back, I don't know. That'd be, it'd be tough. Actually. Kenneth Walker, Drake London, Chris Olave is now entering that mix man. It's you're going to, you're going to take any, you're going to take somebody over Chris Olave at the one two Now looking at this, that would be, that's tough to do. So um you know that's all tough between those guys i don't know if i would do but i'm certainly not feeling too bad about those picks kenneth walker you know at a at a position where we need players right now where the running back position is a little bit of a disaster uh, i'm very happy with my kenneth walker prediction so get get you some kenneth walker at 31.1 he'll be popular but i'm still willing to take that uh dk mick Metc- okay so I, I man now that i look about it, i just i just the entire seattle i I put the entire Seattle offense in these value columns. Now, you don't want all these guys on your team, but what you do want to do is uh, uh, Seattle's in a good spot this week. So draft a team with Kenneth Walker. Go draft a team with DK Metcalf here. Um, He uh, leads all wide receivers in red zone target share, 27.3% target share overall, number eight in air yards. And he's been a little inconsistent. You know, three, Three of those six games, he hasn't performed that quite well. But one of those games was with Patrick Sertan. Uh, covering him so that is a little bit understandable and that's in seattle that was the one bad game that they had this year seattle versus denver and denver denver has a tough defense so that's a little bit understandable and you know like last week was a weird game they just weren't able to get it going offensively and arizona is kind of a weird setup so i really do like dk metcalf this week 27.3 adp and Tyler Lockett, my goodness, what, what does this guy need to do to get a little bit of respect? 35.0 ADP. Uh, there's 34 players you want over Tyler Lockett. That's crazy. He's the wide receiver 14 on the year. Um, he did miss practice uh, yesterday. That is one important note. So you do want to monitor the health of him. Um, maybe don't draft him too early. You know, you don't need to. He's going a little bit later in drafts, but if he starts creeping up, just keep and uh, monitor that monitor the injury report, but I am willing to take the risk at at 35th pick overall. Now, I did mention sailing George Kittle in Dynasty Leagues earlier, but that does not mean he is not an intriguing option against the Chiefs this week, who is defense, you know, they have a bend and not break. I'm a Chiefs fan. I watch them every single week. It's a bend and not break defense. You know, they are going to give up long drives and what they – um, what they, you know, what the Chiefs do to be successful is at the last they'll create a turnover, they'll get, you know, people they they will get to fourth and two, and just because their teams are facing the Chiefs, and they don't respect the defense, they're going to go for it almost every single time when when they're anywhere near midfield or past it on short on fourth and distance, and the defense will come in big and make some big plays at those moments, and we do we saw that even last week against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but what they will do is they're going to give up a ton of yard. You know, the team's good. You know, you can bet on the team's opposing offensive player having a good game against the Chiefs. And George Kittle running ninety point nine percent of snaps uh, uh, ran uh, or last week. He ran ninety percent of the routes on his snaps. Eight catches for eighty three yards. Uh, Jimmy's not just it's just not capable with Jimmy Grappolo, I think to as you know he's just not going to throw enough, and he's just not good enough to make George Kittle and Debo, and now Christian McCaffrey, good. Brandon Ayuk, good every single week. But George Kittle is going to have those spike weeks, and we could see one this week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of George Kittle this week. I'm going to be plugging him into a lot of lineups, not just an underdog, but DFS lineups all across the board. You know, and Robert Tanyan is another one, is a good one. Uh, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews are the optimal plays. I want, you cannot draft enough Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews in your in your underdog and uh, battle royale lineups and i'm going to talk a little bit more about that at the end uh some of the uh, winners and what we can take away from those um, but if you do end up later in the draft without a tight end robert tanyan is great pick Thirty four point three eighty p. he did catch 10 passes on 12 targets for 90 yards last week that's a really good uh you know we're just seeing him uh, he was getting slowly worked in but we're just seeing that workload increase and he did uh season high route run percentage 74 percent, 27 percent target share in this tight end landscape where it's just man we're just begging for anybody to be productive i do think uh Tanyan is very intriguing so get yourself some robert Tanyan. uh hope, you know I'm, I'm willing to bet you know on you know when we're shooting for these upside picks and gpp uh tournaments i'm willing to take some risk and robert tonyan is is a fantastic choice um just uh quickly going over our last bit of sponsors if you watch football you need fubo tv fubo tv gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with nfl red zone plus games and 4k at no extra charge over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with included cloud-based DVR. plus there's no contract no commitment and you can cancel at any time Right now, you can try FuboTV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's FuboTV.com slash SGP. Uh, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep uh, records of all your games and betting activity. Some of these key points and features include handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scoring and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, and projected game day weather. Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Okay, everybody. We're just going to quickly finish up here. Um, Just some of my favorite stacks. This was the week one stack winner. Uh, Every single top Team winning money in week one underdog battle royale had travis kelsey and patrick Mahomes. Um, you, you know this is somewhere you're not gonna be able to get this all the time but if, if you do have an early first and late second round pick this is what you, something you want to shoot for like i said it's not going to happen every time you know a lot of the time you're these guys are, are going to be drafted but their adp adps do line up where it is possible you're going to you're going to want to take kelsey in the early first and hope patrick Mahomes makes it to you in that late second um 49ers, yeah, like I said, could be down five or seven starters. This could be a big week for Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Uh, Lamb Prescott is another one that I have highlighted here. Uh, the Lions are last in yards per play allowed. And, um, you know, you want to play the upside here. I, I, Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, you know, they're not going to be super popular right off the bat. I'm not saying it's, it's super likely. Uh, I do think they might. I think it's more likely that Dak Prescott takes it easy on his first day back. But, you when know, I'm looking for – Big upside winner. I do think Dak Prescott and Lamb are smart plays. Um, Geno Smith, I talked about this earlier. Geno Smith with Tyler Lockett or Metcalf. This is going to be super popular, but the Chargers are giving up a ton of deep passes right now. So I think you are going to see one of these uh, guys have a big game. I'm doing a lot of uh, drafts. You know, you don't want to double stack in the underdog battle royale. It's just the reason being is that the lineups are so small that it's really hard for two wide receivers on the same team to be so productive, to to get you into that big bonus. Now it's a little bit it's more viable when you have those deeper DraftKings and FanDuel lineups, where you know you you have like a fle- you have three wide receivers you have a flex so you have the option of you know you can you don't need you know the per- a wide receiver can finish a still as a wide receiver two or a wide receiver three and it still be fine. Whereas on these underdog battle royale tickets, I mean, you're really searching. You're, you're you're just trying to nail that running back, nail the quarterback, nail all your wide receiver picks. So you do really want the wide receiver one on each week, on each team. So it's nearly impossible, I think, to do. An, I haven't seen any winners do any double stacks this year. It just hasn't happened yet. So um, you'd have to have a really monster performance for the quarterback for that to pay off. So just keep that in mind. We're do Geno Smith with Lockett or DK Metcalf, not uh, Lockett and Metcalf. And Herbert Mike Williams is another one that I had marked down. Um, Like I said, just not going to be as popular as it usually would be. Um, It's the highest total on the slate. Both teams run a very, uh, you know, they run a very fast-paced offense, so you're going to see a lot of plays potentially in this game. And Herbert's finally off the injury report, so he finally could be healthy. So I want me some Justin Herbert this weekend. I think he could be a... Great GPP play in all formats: DraftKings, uh, Underdog, and FanDuel. And just uh, some of these overall, you know, just this, this 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 morning I went over and I just I just went over a lot of the winners uh, from these previous weeks and just some, you know maybe some of the stuff that we can take away. So, like I said, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and and Joe Burrow last week were the quarterbacks of the big winners this season. And so what does that tell us that you want an elite quarterback you don't want to get too cute with a quarterback uh um, you know these, these those guys along with Jalen Hurts are the top, top of the, the best of the best in the league you can throw Justin Herbert in there too I'm you know it hasn't happened for him yet but I get the logic in taking him but so you want a big time quarterback there's only six quarterbacks taken so you know what I mean there's really no need to go draft and do any drafts with aaron Rodgers? there's no need to do any drafts with matthew stafford there's no need to do any drafts um, with kirk cousins like they're, they're, they could have some solid weeks and and, and 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 you know in in those other uh like in DraftKings where the lineups are larger and you can get more of a difference uh in other positions that's fine uh you can put them in there but there's really no need to get cute with quarterback uh single stacks like i was talking about earlier small lineups and you can't yeah single stack and maybe in running running back you don't even need a stack there was a there was a week four winner um the week four winner of the fifty thousand dollar prize had josh allen uh, austin eckler miles sanders Devontae adams dk metcalf and tj hawkinson no stack to be found no bring back Uh, so it really some of the time it is just taking the best player available because it's a little bit less finding correlation in the underdog Battle Royale. It's, it's more about you're just trying to hit that perfect lineup of players. It's like playing the lottery a little bit more. So yeah, like I said, uh, most of the winners do have a single stack over this year, but certainly don't feel like you have to press it. you can do very well without even stacking in this format. Uh, you know so just going over the week six uh, winner last week, it was a Joe Burrow chase stack with Andrews and it also had Dion Jackson that now that, that was the unique winner, but uh, the three that were the three picks that were on most of those top 10, 20 teams were Joe Burrow, Jamar chase and Mark Andrews in week four. I already told you Josh Allen, TJ Hawkinson, who if you remember correctly had that mont that was his monster performance week. And uh, so yeah, no stack. Allen and Hawkinson were the big picks that week um, among the, the the top twenty or so teams. Allen and Hawkinson were the most popular. In week three, it was Lamar Jackson and Andrews were the big winners that week, and you know, and you know, that's what most of the top twenty teams had. And you know, there's some little variation in there as well. Um, week two, Lamar Jackson and Andrews again; those were all the big winners. And in week one, I told you earlier, it was Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. So one big takeaway is my goodness, every single week, it's Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey. And the one, one week it wasn't, it was TJ Hawkinson. Like you want to get as much Travis Kelsey. Like if Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews are there, it's, it's just when other teams are playing with so little at tight end, get these guys who are just good every single week, give you such an advantage. And in this format, um, uh, which just with small lineups and there's not a a lot of ways to get differentiation when you have Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews and they kill it. And and most of the other teams are starting at a tight end that got them five, you know, seven or eight points. That's such, so, so big for you. So, uh, you know, you don't do it. every you know, if you end up getting a ton, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews, don't do it every single draft, but yeah, you want a substantial amount of Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews at your exposure every single week. This, this week's also a great week to do George Kittle. Um, if you're searching for upside, Gerald Everett, Robert Tanyan, these guys are some, uh, you know, if you, if you happen to get a little bit later on, you don't have a tight end, that's fine. But really Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, big time quarterback. That's how you want to start these drafts. Uh, and then you want to find your running backs and wide receivers later on, but yes, what we're seeing the big winners have the big time tight end and quarterback on their, uh, on their team for that week. The big time quarterback, the big tight end score, those are the winners every single week. And that's what we need to take away from uh, looking at that. So that's it for me, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. I, uh, I This was my first time ever doing a solo podcast. So I know I got a little bit nervous sometimes as I tried to <laughs> just kind of uh, bounce ideas off myself. So thank you for joining me. Uh, and I hope you all uh, have a great week and good luck in your underdog drafts this week. Okay. Thank you so much for listening.